Produced by PI Media. Hi, I'm Ran Levy. Welcome to the Wix Engineering Podcast. March was crazy, right? Think back to how weird and scary those first few weeks and months were. Businesses went remote or shut down entirely. Confusion ensued, and layoffs came by the millions. The stock market crashed, then picked right back up, but revenues in entire industries never quite recovered. All this, of course, is to say nothing of the toll to human life. I think it was around summer when we all kind of got used to living in a pandemic. It's weird to say used to a pandemic, but it's true. Wearing masks became second nature, as did having all of our meetings over Zoom. We even rearranged our rooms so that our bookshelves, filled with impressive books we never actually read, were in the background of the frame. At the same time, getting used to a pandemic didn't mean that everything was okay. From a business perspective, Zoom calls and Slack chats are adequate, but poor stand-ins for actual in-person collaboration. And the rising class of productivity software, shared digital workspaces, or God forbid, that spyware that allows managers to track their employees' activity, are merely band-aids, not actual cures to the problem of remote work. Until we get out of this rough patch, there's one concern looming over just about every company in the world. Is it possible to have effective collaboration when everyone's apart? Maybe these are things you've had to consider recently in your job. But for some people, it's not a new problem. Our episode today is about a team that was doing remote work long before the pandemic. They collaborated across distances in a lot of the same ways and using lots of the same tools we're using now. They did it not because they had to, but because they wanted to. Because it made them work better. Maybe they have the answers to help us work better too. Uh, hi everyone, my name is Kate. Hey guys, my name is Evgenia. Kate and Yevhenia are guildmasters in Wix's Quality Assurance, or QA, division. I've been uh, working in SQA for eight years already and enjoy it a lot. I'm also providing certifications uh, for people around the world in agile testing as uh, SC Agile Authorized Instructor. And starting from this year, I'm also a founder of Alpha IT School in uh, Ukraine, where we educate uh, QAs uh, at different levels. QA's job is to test code written by developers to edit and make sure it's good enough for release. But to hear them tell it, it's not quite that simple. Um, QA is uh, about being a um, experienced and mature person to provide the experiences to the teams and to the user base eventually. 
it's not just you you know look for some uh, bad stuff like bugs to prevent our users from seeing it it's more like about productivity about every process to be good and mature about uh, good communication it is about being open-minded it is about asking challenging questions it is about uh, searching uh, for areas to improve it is also about being able to listen to your teammates um, to users user voice and of course it's about uh, being a part of your team being a part of your family to create an outstanding piece of product which will uh, be something our users love it is not just like an activity you know it is more like a mindset like a culture it's it's not something that you do once you should have quality everywhere to be effective at qa you need two things the first is to be an expert in the kinds of products you're working with Every engineer that we have is like a super expert in the domain he works with. For example, if you are working with stores, then you must be definitely very good at e-commerce. If you are working with something like marketing tools, you must be definitely good at something like uh, Google Analytics or Facebook advertising. You can't quality assure a product you don't understand through and through. Equally important to the job, though, is an ability to communicate. with the customers who use these products and the developers who write them which made things difficult when you know pandemic for sure it was a surprise and uh, some negative story uh, from the very beginning to everyone uh, i can only agree to kate and say that also it was kind of um, psychologically hard a bit to know that you have such uh, limitations and that you cannot uh, you know Uh, come to the office, uh, talk to people, hug people, actually. Like any other company, adjustments had to be made. On one side, uh, there was a quite a lot of technical preparations taken on the side of our IT and infrastructure, some way five preparations, some uh, equipment preparation for people to be able to get uh, use uh, of uh, Um, working from home to have everything they need uh, at their desks <laughs> in apartments. But same time, uh, it is about communication. Explain everything and talk to each other. Wix uh, helped our engineers, our company, but also helped our users uh, because um, Corona situation actually made our users, it really forced our users to move to online. we tried to be there as much as possible to help them to make it as much smooth as possible and as easy as possible the difference between how kate and yevhenia adjusted to covid and how the rest of us did it is that they were already basically remote kate and yevhenia live and work in nipro in the east of ukraine Yes, we're placed in Ukraine and uh, we have a lot of uh, QAs in Ukraine and actually we have a pretty distributed teams, pretty distributed structure. There are developers in Ukraine and also in Tel Aviv and in many other locations and it's uh, it works same for all other areas like product management, uh, BI, analytics, uh, QA uh, in particular. Some of the developers they test for 
are also in Dnipro, but most of them are in Tel Aviv, 1,500 miles away. Now working in a distributed setup um, is uh, not something new to everyone in the world because of uh, current situation, but it has never been something new to us. We used to work in, in such space. All of the challenges you've been facing these last few months trying to work remotely, they're an everyday thing to Wix QA. They've been through it and back, so they know all the pitfalls and the ways of getting out. Like, here's one thing some of you may have noticed lately. When you're remote, normal business hours sort of fade away. People are writing to you at strange hours. And if you don't have a meeting at 9 o'clock in the morning, by God, you're sleeping in. You know, like your day uh, work is kind of unlimited. You have your laptop next to you all the time, which is not very good because you can um, have over hours. You might get tired and uh, it can be also a good trick to limit your working hours once you're working remotely because otherwise it will be kind of hard. That's a minor annoyance, but serious problems also arise when we can't work together in the same rooms. The speed and effectiveness of basic communications among team members can really suffer. I must say that it is um, the distances and the remote working actually shows if you have any process issues. So like uh, the um, typical example that if you are sitting next to somebody, it is super easy to ask some question and you get answer in one second. But if this is somebody who is working remotely and you need to text, and this person might not answer that fast and you need to have this answer, it makes a bit of like of uh, difficulty in uh, the way you uh, communicate. It's something we took for granted before, that we could just slide over to somebody a couple of desks over if there was something to talk about. Or we could all hop into a conference room, put our heads together and come up with ideas. You lose a lot when you lose those shared spaces. A well-known side effect of uh, remote work in the world is uh, something uh, which we lose in creativity, in brainstorming, in some collaboration when we meet in one room and uh, resolve some task efficiently just because sitting together, talking to each other, seeing each other's faces. For years now, Wix QA has been dealing with working around and solving the problem of how to effectively collaborate at distance. It's made people like Kate and Yevhenia incidental experts in pandemic productivity. For example, there's video conferencing. A lot of us didn't even have Zoom installed before March. Then we realized our Wi-Fi wasn't good enough to stream video in good quality. And we kept talking over one another because of those one-second signal lags. We had the Zoom meetings or such, like uh, online conversations, because this is something like we did all the time. The key to good Zooming is organization. I would definitely say that once you're working remotely and you have uh, calls, uh, it is really 
really very important to uh, facilitate the meeting, to give an agenda, to uh, assign a person that is going to facilitate, is going to say, guys, we're out of this topic, let's get back to the topic, let's get back to the agenda, and we'll make sure that we have everything covered, that we have meeting notes to help people to talk more, to help people to talk more about what they want and need to discuss, uh, focus, but same time to bring ideas, to uh, gather the most out of uh, the talk and to uh, formulate the summary. Another thing that I see in remote working, I'm not sure if, uh, if it's good or bad, but uh, once you're working on remote, uh, you don't have something like uh, work hours. So better meetings preparation and facilitation uh, helps to deal a little bit with um, the need to not see each other face to face. There's one big thing missing from this way of looking at things. Because you could have great organization and a process that everyone follows to a T, but does anybody really want to work in such a robotic, confined way? As important as it is to be organized in remote communications, it's just as important to let loose a little, to spend some time chatting, not working. What a cool talk, not boardroom talk. If there is a possibility for you to ask your colleague, your teammate, on uh, how do they do, what um, is the situation in their family, if there are kids at home and bother them and they cannot work uh, because of this, they are always <laughs> occupied with a kid, for instance, or if they have some uh, issue with, the, with parents, something is going on around there. So... It would influence your way of approaching a person if you know the background from personal side. I suggest that uh, in such quiet um, time with quite a high pressure on everyone and families, we remember about the most important part of our uh, lives, people we love and uh, people who we live with. Sure, you have to replicate all those formal things, meetings, workflow, productivity... But don't get lost in all that. We also have to maintain those intangibles, like connecting with co-workers and being healthy and happy at work. And of course, uh, stay healthy, eat uh, vitamins, uh, do some sports at home, because this is something that really brings you better productivity when you don't get some, you know, like emotions from seeing people in the office. For vitamins, for sure. Uh, in addition to preparation on technical and process side, and also to healthy food and uh, active way of life as much as we can, of course, in such uh, situation. Definitely limit your work time once you're working from home. So you will have energy to work long term like this. It is uh, also very important to keep uh, enjoying your work and keep being fun while working, you know, to do some small stuff that you usually did once you were uh, in the office. Uh, for example, like uh, we uh, started to do online uh, birthday parties uh, for uh, guys once we moved to, to complete uh, remote working. And um, we started to celebrate. We do some, uh, you know, like uh, quizzes or some, um, I don't know, questionnaires for 
uh, people have birthdays and uh, they we require them to answer in, in order to get their uh, like prize for birthday so uh, it makes uh, the work uh, not that um, you know remote it makes it feel like you are sitting next to each other and uh, you know even some small presentations or daily updates or weekly update meetings can be also somehow uh, cute and fun you can bring some funny i don't know some funny gifts to presentations and it already makes it feel like it is not uh, that uh, you know distributed you feel like people are close so this is the idea it doesn't matter where you are or what you do If you follow these simple guidelines, you'll be able to maintain a healthy work environment with effective collaboration in a remote setup. It's not about um, change everything from scratch in one minute. But if people uh, talk to each other and discuss what they want to achieve, it can be done pretty fast and um, people can adjust and adapt to changes pretty fast if they need to. If you... Um, get prepared for this if you build your process pretty well if you analyze it uh, all the time then uh, i think it shouldn't be such a big change if you ask people to work from home one of the more unexpected developments of covid-19 remote work has actually been just how effective it has turned out to be for those who handle it well As evidence to the point, this past spring, Pew Research pooled executives at a variety of companies. In their result, just as many, 28%, said productivity had gone up since the pandemic hit, as said it's gone down, 29%. Rather than become demoralized, these executives are now planning for increased remote work even after the pandemic ends. A full 55% of executives surveyed anticipate that, quote-unquote, most of their workforce will be remote for at least one day per week, even after COVID-19 is long past. The benefits of remote is not news to Wix QA. It might sound like a bit weird and hard to work remotely from your developers, But at the same time, it uh, gives you a huge advantage of improving your process of doing better your job. And in our case, uh, we really have uh, a lot of teams who are like, you know, far away from their QAs and uh, but still they love their QAs and they don't feel this distributed difference. And uh, it really gives them still like a feeling that they are a team. Years before COVID-19, Wix QA wasn't remote because it had to be. It was remote because it chose to be. There were benefits to having developers and testers in different countries coming to the table with their unique backgrounds, skills and experiences. So it's uh, rather a possibility to get a diversity of Of different opinions uh, different people from different countries to bring uh, the most value of what they do what they know how they live since building products uh, it, it's not uh, to do something for a uh, single person for us at least we are building a uh, worldwide uh, user um, facing products which need to feed many many um, needs and many many specifics of uh, our user base geographically as well 
So basically combining people from different locations is a uh, nice match for us to find the representatives in uh, how do we fit think, how do we treat things, and how do we approach uh, business tasks, etc. It uh, brings uh, a lot of fun. Like, to me, uh, to be honest, it, it brings a lot of, like, uh, joy around it because it is, you know, it's, it's so fun when uh, somebody from uh, Israel comes to us and says Dobre ranok, which is good morning in Ukrainian. And, uh, you know, we learn from each other, we learn some cultural differences, and it really brings us a lot of uh, different uh, side views to the product, like from our perspective, from perspective of our Ukrainian market, of specifics of tech market in Ukraine. And the same comes from the Israeli side, the same comes from the Lithuanian side. And it's like, you, you know, very interesting to add different angles of some specific uh, product uh, into one team. To make QA work, you need to be open-minded. You need to be able to come at software with fresh eyes and good questions. It helps then to have to work with people not exactly like yourself. You have two different perspectives, two sets of eyes on the same product. It leads to a final product that works better for everyone. When Kate and Yevhenia assure code written by developers in Israel, they offer something that QA testers in Israel couldn't. But it would be an oversimplification to say that all the benefits of diversity are in their nationality and background. To have a truly complete team, you need people with different kinds of personalities, interests, and methods. I think the diversity in this case is something which is brought uh, not only by geographical isolation, for sure it does, because we are very different, like uh, quite emotional and uh, tempered uh, Israeli people and a little more calm uh, people from Lithuania. Of course, it brings a little difference, but the most and the biggest difference is in diversity is something which is brought by um, us being professionally uh, experienced and mature and also being people who are open-minded and uh, have quite a lot of other interests in their lives because... Uh, if only you can talk to any uh, employee of our company, they are always have tons of ideas to do in their lives, uh, to apply their hobbies or to share with their friends. So this is about being weeks, being probably people at weeks. Somebody who joins us is just a great person. And this is a secret in our diversity. The key to remote work was never what software you were using or what rules you put in place. It's all about having the right people. The kind of people who can get hit in a pandemic and land right back on their feet. People who care about their work and about the other people around them. Who feel like a team and can work towards a shared goal who each bring something different to the table and instead of getting hung up on those differences, instead use them to their advantage.
With a diverse group of motivated people, there's no amount of distance or video lag that can really make an impact. You've got everything you need. We are just uh, people who love what they do. People who love products they produce. And maybe this is a difference for us, as well as uh, the mindset. When once joins weeks, they for sure know uh, what is the culture of um, relationships inside the company and also the culture of uh, the development itself. It's always uh, a person who um, evaluates and values very highly um, personal qualities and also technically Uh, everyone who I, I had already chance to work at Wix is a high-level tech professional. Uh, everyone brings new ideas, always can find a, uh, an area to improve. They are constant suggers uh, for a being better, doing better, becoming a better version of ourselves. I want to really much agree with Kate because uh, once I joined Wix uh, a few years ago, this is the first thing that I noticed. Um, I had experience before working with uh, other Israeli companies, but uh, people in Wix are different. All people who work in Wix are super focused on building the best product in the world. It is kind of like a, a culture for everyone. And uh, that's why once we are um, working together, it is uh, about helping each other at every place that you can. It's not only about, you know, doing your own responsibilities and looking from your own angle. You always learn from other people. You always become a T-shape engineer. You always uh, learn a bit from product manager. You always learn a bit from a developer. And uh, it uh, kills this uh, border between you, like between different roles or between different locations, uh, because you are kind of learning from each other. And uh, it allows uh, really to build the best product in the world. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. For a full list of our previous episodes, visit wix.engineering slash podcast. The Wix Engineering Podcast is produced by PI Media, written by Nate Nelson, produced by Guy B. Noon, and narrated and edited by me, Ran Levy. Special thanks to Morad Stern from Wix. See you again next episode. Bye-bye.